This is Teachable Moments with April podcast, and you guessed it, I'm your host, April. If you're a returning listener and a part of the Teachable Moments with April podcast family, welcome back. For those who are checking me out for the first time, well, hello and welcome. To everyone listening, be encouraged and look for the Teachable Moments that are all around us. Enjoy. Let us pray a prayer for discernment. Dear Heavenly Father, I seek your counsel. I invoke your spirit and help me to discern as nothing escapes your sight. Guide me, Lord, and give me a healthy spirit, a clear eye, and wisdom, and help me identify any presence of the enemy, trying to tempt or trap me into the sin of pride or vanity. Set me free of my flesh so that I may see with the eyes of Christ. Let me identify the Spirit behind any choices I must make. May your Holy Spirit fill me and take control so that I only need to walk in obedience. For you alone are holy and you are my sovereign Lord. And all my decision must glorify you. In your Son, Jesus Christ's name, Amen. In this episode, we're going to continue to talk about um, the topic of Halloween, um, specifically about trick-or-treating, okay? And um, the information is also courtesy of this particular website uh, or blog uh, website for libertytothecaptives.net. Now, what I also found out is that they have a podcast and... um, if you would like to check them out and to explore more of their content through that medium of podcasting, then do so. I would encourage it. I'm going to do it. I haven't started yet. I'm just looking at what their, you know, just the blogs and their uh, written content is. Um, so anyway, we're going to look at trick-or-treating tradition, or as they put it, ritual. So they more so this particular article is asking why do Christian ministries ones that are very well known and very large still keep that 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 component of the trick-or-treat ritual okay and I can tell from the tone of, of it, and I understand to a certain I understand to the extent where they're coming from, is that when they do that, they, they try to rationalize that it is harmless. Um, um, and they feel that it is not. And they feel that it's intentional, that they know that it's not harmless, and yet they do it anyway. And sadly, I, I can relate because a lot of things, other issues that don't have to do with Halloween, other things that should be addressed, and it's very definitive in the Bible, how God feels about it, a lot of times ministers and very large uh, ministries, Christian ministries, well-known, lots of followers, they will 
be very wishy-washy about it, very vague, very ambiguous. They may even just say that God is not, hasn't even been precise about what it is, even though it's scripture after scripture after scripture, and it's just resoundingly very clear. Okay, so we're going to explore it together. It says, trick-or-treating, which appears to be an innocent tradition, is in reality a component of a, a satanic or demonic ritual that originates with Satan and cannot be sanctified no matter how many rationalizations um, they give, okay? Trick-or-treat ritual is a Satan invention and is carried out on Halloween, which is Satan's night. Um, any person, Christian or not, who participates in this ritual by any name you may give it, okay, even after you have your harvest festival, harvest party, what hallelujah party, whatever name that you may give it, and you per, you participate in that, and then you have this trick-or-treat component to it as well, it is actually giving license to evil spirits, okay, and giving invitation. Nothing can come forth without permission or invitation to come and fellowship with whoever is participating in it. And we've touched on this, and this is another thing that I see before I know I'm stopping and starting, but the connection between what we were talking about before in other episodes about uh, finally seeing something not right, really wrong actually, when we go to concerts by certain artists. And it's quite a few of them. Certain very odd things that are happening in plain sight, hiding in plain sight, hiding but not really hiding, that are happening and people actually waking up and saying, this doesn't feel right. Something strange is happening here. I don't like how this feels. Um, And just a lot of like deviant suspect sus behavior by the people who are the artists that are hosting you know and um, you've paid money to come to their concert Um, this doesn't feel right this is scary I don't like how this feeling or them even they may feel okay but then they notice the other uh, uh, audience goers or concert girl goers acting very strange they may see big clumps of people big groups of uh, people within that venue doing things bodily that's just not right okay so there's a certain spiritual component to when you do this you are showing agreement and fellowship okay and people are also saying that we go to these concerts um the, the artists and the entertainers are asking you to do certain things now that they didn't ask before and how what that may mean. They may not be able to put their finger on what it is, but they're like something's different here and it's kind of it's kind of pushing them away. Or <clears throat> they film it on their phones and then they post it to obviously social media for other people to give their feedback. Like, what do you think? Something's going on here and I can't put my finger on it. Well, this is also 
another parallel to that. So it says demonic affliction is a heavy price to pay for engaging in what with certain Christian ministers are saying it's, it's just harmless fun. Okay, we're going to change the name of it. And we're going to do this and we're going to do that. But at its core, okay, at its core, it's basically the same thing. It's going back to also what we talked about before, the branding, the rebranding of something. It's kind of, it, it's the same thing, okay? Um, taking something and rebranding it and repackaging it and represented it. But it's the same thing. Okay, and that is where the danger lies. Okay, it says a concerned Australian shared the uh, druidic origin of the trick or treat ritual, the druids. It represents human sacrifice. Okay, so I know what a lot of people are going to be saying. Some people that haven't really made up their mind on this. Really, it's just trick or treating. It's just candy. It's just this. It's just that. I get where you're coming from, but just, let's just listen. Let's just listen and think about it. It says, in Australia today, we are seeing a tradition which has been accepted overseas for many years, creeping into our way of life with an alarming acceptance. It is becoming an event which is becoming popular on the social calendar. The evening of thirty of the thirty first of October will see many young Australian children going from door to door calling trick or treat, not knowing that such a ritual was practiced by the Druids and their followers in medieval times. Okay, I'm gonna stop here. In every I'm starting to see myself, my I'm just gonna use myself as an example. In every aspect, in every corner of our society, I am starting to see this that they're talking about. Um, from when I was a, a girl, a young girl, I loved Barbie. I loved Barbie dolls. I had quite a few of them. I loved dolls. Um, but then I started to learn and, and, and research and look at other um uh, people, religious leaders, talk about the history, the true history of the Barbie doll. And it's not what I thought. It's not what it's presented to be. It has some very dark origins. Very, very dark. Um, that may be a topic for another... Yeah, that probably would be uh, for another time... If you don't already know, it's 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 not all the Barbie dreams and the Barbie dollhouse. I mean, dream house and the, <laughs> the pink car. I had I didn't have the pink car. I wanted the pink car, but I didn't have it. And, uh, the horse. I had the horse. Uh, Ken Skipper. You know all of them. Um, it has very the doll itself. Barbie has very dark origins. And it's not something that they made up either. Something as what is considered to be innocent and, and it is, um, it's something that's very uh, key uh, component of, of most, at least American. I don't know about other people from other countries, but the Barbie doll. 
it's all American. You have nothing but good memories. I, I probably have pictures my mother took of me with my Barbie dolls, every new Barbie doll. It's something that is innocent. It's part of, of our childhood, but it has a very dark and very sinister past uh, to it. So just keep that in mind. And if you don't believe me and you don't know what I'm talking about, you can, by all means, look it up. The Barbie doll. Look up what her origins truly are. And it is very eye-opening. Okay. So the trick-or-treat ritual was practiced by the Druids and their followers in medieval times. The Druids went from castle to castle doing exactly the same thing. Look at that. They also demanded a treat. However, this demand was for a young woman who could be offered as a sacrifice in a ritual. The Druids were known as men of oak and they demanded blood sacrifices. These men were so controlled by those dark forces that they had strange and frightening powers. If the treat, known as the young woman, pleased the Druids, they would light a candle made of human fat and insert it in a jack-o'-lantern to protect those inside the castle from being ended by demons. I didn't know that. I knew it wasn't good, but I didn't know that. I'm learning along with you guys. Okay, so when some of the families could not meet the demands of the Druids, then it was time for a trick. Hmm, here we go. A hexagram was drawn on the front door of the dwelling, and it was said that the devil or his demons will kill someone in the household through fear that night. The spellbinding beat of the druid music would fill the night as the ceremony began. The men would assault their victim and then brutally end her to their guys, or in this case, sacrifice her. So there you go. Now, I know what someone else is probably going to say, other people are going to say, just because it says it here doesn't mean that it's true. No, but when you hear the truth, see if this makes sense. When you hear the truth and you have any type of discernment, it just clicks. It just clicks, just like discerning if someone's telling you a lie. You have the ability to do so. Some, haven't it been times when people will say something you've never thought of it happens to me all the time and someone says something to me and I just know it to be it just sits in my spirit as the truth I'm like okay I didn't know that and maybe I was doing it wrong but now that you're standing here and you're saying this it makes sense it works the other way as well someone can say something and I'm like this person is lying it makes no sense it doesn't sit well with my spirit. Um, even if they're very proficient at um, at um, not being truthful. There are some people that are just not good at, at lying. And then other people are very good in their deception. But yet when you come to a certain point, and you may, they may have deceived you for a while. But then when they start talking, it gets to a point where you're like, that's not right. They are lying to me. And... Um, you know, you have to act accordingly. Okay, so then it says, the next one, it says, trick-or-treat ritual gives place to the devil. 
Satan's agents who represent themselves. Well, I don't want to go there, but it, it basically says that there are Christians out there who aren't, they're lukewarm. I don't want to be, he's telling the truth. Um, whoever this is, he or she is telling the truth, but you know, the delivery, I'm a little reluctant to do it. Um, the truth is the truth. So hopefully how I present it to you can still take from the blog. It says that I'm just going to say lukewarm Christians do not want other Christians to know that Halloween, what it's really about. Okay. And they definitely do not want them to pray against it. That is the reason they do not mention the need to pray against ritual ritualistic uh, behaviors and sacrifice and instead urge other Christians to participate in this um, which actually represents human sacrifice so by changing the name and 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 the different reasonings it really doesn't change anything actually since the trick-or-treat ritual looks cute on the surface which a lot of things do they make it look harmless um Christians who have not investigated this matter are entering into this annual custom for a little bit of what they regard as harmless fun. Now, in reality, the trick-or-treat ritual is culturally and church-sanctioned way for the adversary to gain inroads into the lives of those who participate in it. Many Christians are already aware that Halloween is dedicated to the devil and as such abstain from it. In response to their resolve to do right, Satan uses another avenue in which to deceive them into giving place to him via via the accursed trick-or-treat ritual. Evangelism. Wow. Surely God is pleased when his people respond to Satan's prized trick-or-treat phrase with some, and they bring up about the candy. (laughs) The candy, the candy, the candy. And then, obviously, they're being funny. They said uh, the the cursed candy and uh, a religious tract. uh, Religious tract. And it says, right? No, God is not pleased. (laughs) God will not prevent Satan from taking the ground that Christians choose to give up by participating in this cursed trick-or-treat ritual. When children come to the door saying trick-or-treat, Evil spirits have permission to access the lives of those who respond to the words trick or treat. With anything that serves as a treat, candy, or even a tract. Look at that. Because to do so is to compromise by touching the unclean thing, the ritual or trick or treater. A trick or treat. Now, I was looking at something, and they might touch on it. They might... No, they won't. Um, on YouTube, and it's um, an individual. I think his name is John Ramirez. I think it's John Ramirez. And he is an individual that um, was very deep into the occult um, since he was a child. Um, YouTube is full of... It's very easy to find him. I believe his name is John Ramirez. And he started his own ministry, I believe. And he talks about things like this. And he talks about how uh, fundamental uh, Halloween is to the occult, people who follow the occult. 
he even said that he got married on Halloween. He got married. Um, something I was looking at last night, actually. I'd seen it before, but I looked at it again just to refresh my memory. Um, that he got married on Halloween at night. And he was very deep into it. He says that a lot of times um, practitioners known as witches and warlocks, uh, which he was a warlock, um, the candies that they pass out, they do spells over them. Mm. And you would think, well, why, why would, you know, why would someone bother? You know, that was kind of my thinking initially, you know, these are adults, you know, why would they, they do it because it's, it's evil. And that is what they pursue is evil. They are filled like just how God fills you with the Holy Spirit. When you follow the adversary, he fills you with evil and you just do it for the fact of it being evil, you know? Um, so it also reminds me of something else I did talk about is the product, um, that's very well known, Liquid Death, uh, which I'd seen in the store, but I really didn't know what it was. I know this was this big thing on social media about it, and they showed something around Halloween, actually showing a woman, and it was put into an advertisement where they showed um, a a person that follows uh, the occult. She, I think she identified herself as a witch, and she had like a drum, and she went through what the drum was made out of, and she was literally... Um, putting a spell and an invocation over the actual product. These things are very real. Um, it's not just to be, you know, edgy or, you know, uh, you know, whatever. It's, this is what people are actually doing. They're actually doing it. I mean, you, you're seeing it in the advertisement, but they're serious about it. It's not just something they're just doing to just because it's Halloween, you know, just for, you know, just drama, you know, for the drama of it. No, it's real. It's really real. And you can and when you listen to her in the advertisement, she's saying what will happen when people open, you know, because it's made everything is made like a pop can or like an Arizona tea. Everything looks the same to me, whether it's non-alcoholic or alcoholic. Now, liquid death is not alcohol. I believe it's water or something, which is interesting to me. Um, and saying that whoever opens it, this first, second, and third, these things are going to happen to you. They're not good things. They're bad things, as she says. It's going to happen to you. They're doing it right in front of your face. They're telling you in an advertisement. When you drink this, this is what's going to happen. This lady's over here. It's a bunch of cases of this of this drink. And when you open it, this is what's going to befall you. Because she, she prayed over it. A satanic prayer, of course. Prayer. but uh, Or invocation or whatever. Or spell over it. Um, they're doing it right in your face. And you think it's just being you know edgy and um fun and for funsies as one young girl I saw I saw on uh social media when everything about it is not fun at least not for the people that drink the water okay or who have the spell cast upon them and then whatever is attached to their water you pass it on to your loved ones it's not fun at all but anyway this particular uh gentleman uh, uh John Ramirez He said that that's what they do. They pray over stuff. They put spells on stuff. Um, 
very sad to me but it is what is happening okay so then it goes on to say the reason for this is because the phrase trick-or-treat is too specific to and exclusively used for is specific to and exclusively used for satan's halloween uh, ritual satan invented halloween human sacrifice which his servants do and what i talked about uh, in another episode about the occult uh, ritual uh, calendar and my birthday April 19th among other things as well that for uh, as for um, Halloween it's the week before Halloween and then after Halloween and then up to November the 4th and the trick-or-treat tradition to offer a treat in response to the words trick-or-treat is to partake of Satan's ritual Okay, that is how he gains the right to send devils into the lives of trick-or-treat participants, whether they attend the church or not. Now it says tracks that pr- present the gospel and expose the truth about Halloween may be given out. It says note on Halloween. However, God's people must not give place to the devil by participating in the whole trick-or-treat exchange as part of uh, the evangelism because it is an abomination in the sight of God. Makes sense. If you are like me and have trick-or-treated as a child, okay, or permitted your children to do so, I have done both many years ago, then you need to repent toward God and renounce your participation in what is an occult ritual and disguise. And like I'm saying, a lot of the things that we do um, are is just that. Um, we just don't know it. And, and that's what the, um, the adversary wants for you to not know and to be in ignorance. And there are so many things, so many things. It, it's it's crazy and it it's keeps it's unfolding as I watch it as I learn more things I'm like oh my god it, I, I I didn't know and that is to keep you ignorant of that and blind and dummied down um, to be spiritually asleep okay so that it can continue to go on and when you go through different things in your life you may be confused by why it keeps happening and this is the reason there's so many things our society and our world is saturated with very demonic um, activities and things the most basic thing we don't know why we're doing it and we do it over and over and over again not knowing and, and, and exposing ourselves and our loved ones to something that we have no clue what it even is and it's, and it's hurting us it's perpetuating this very um, demonic behavior and activities and transactions because we don't know so as an uh, obedient child of God who has put this sin behind you command all evil spirits that came into your lives and the lives of your children to leave in the in the name of of the Lord Jesus Christ and submit to God and resist the devil Um, he will flee from you that's what will happen and God bless for his tender mercies toward those who fear him now at the bottom it says Halloween candy is cursed because it is produced for the specific purpose of this okay and it says Halloween candy is all candy and Halloween packaging now it also gives something else and it gives a link it says Halloween a harmless ritual and it's by Jean-Claude 
bolognese bolognese um so that's the end of that particular article um like i said i i i don't know why people are still trick-or-treating with their children or allowing them just just for the mere fact let's just say let's just put the the spiritual aspect to to the side for a second how dangerous everything is now you're still going door to door you're still doing that um i i don't get it i, I don't get it <laughs> it it's, it's it's dangerous for you it's dangerous for your kids um but people are still trying to find a way to continue to do it see this is what i'm talking about why is it that you can't stop doing it this is what one must ask themselves if you know that it's dangerous you know that it's all these pits and perils by the just the sheer act of going door to door house to house you know block to block why just a question why are you still doing it why can't you stop there's something there that that you may need to address when you can't stop doing something kind of like what I'm talking about let's go back to the concerts so there was a well-known we talked about this a well-known uh individual in the community of uh in the body of Christ um I think what's her name uh Tiffany Montgomery now you either you love her or you hate her from what I take and have been um you know observing some people love her some people hate her they don't like her delivery she seems to be quite aware of that um but and then she says some things about a particular very well-known uh performer and people got really 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 some people got really really mad at her and they had a lot to say about her against her but i think no matter how you may feel about her she she did ask a very why can't you stop why are you i mean there were some people that actually in the body of Christ that wanted they were coming for her like they were saying some things like some really hardcore things why why are you why are you acting like that like they wanted to fight her over this particular performer when all she said all she shared what she what she felt why she felt it you agree you don't agree you do it you don't agree, you don't do it but there were some people that really got like it went past in their feelings it was like it was on a whole another level and it was kind of for me observing it from the outside kind of scary and it it made me wonder like that in itself why are you responding so oh my god there's something wrong there there's something a little wrong there it's a lot wrong but why do you want to fight another person because they just simply said you need to not there's something going on with this individual this performer they're doing and saying things that are showing you their true colors and when you this goes back just like with Halloween and the trick or treat situation um door to door with the treats and stuff when you 
go to the, you pay for these concerts, these tickets, and you the, the crazy thing is these tickets are like crazy they are astronomical prices you don't have the money you're going into debt to give this individual all the money that you don't have and then when someone's and, <laughs> and then you go there and then now we're hearing that when people go to these concerts they can't remember what the heck happened at the concert? You're paying all that money and you don't remember what happened? That's suspect. Something's wrong. What is it that they don't... What are they doing to you? Why don't you remember? I mean, it is official. This is not my... It's not from this website that I'm telling... Or this blog. It's actually been on the news. They say it's from overexcitement. When did you ever hear that something was so exciting that you forgot the whole thing? Does that even sound like that makes sense to you? No. Sounds weird. It sounds creepy. Something's not right. People are losing their memory because they're so excited? And you paid all that money you can't remember? Are you for real? to invite you to join me in prayer a prayer of spiritual protection thank you lord for your protection over my family i come against any plot or ploy or scheme that the enemy has planned for us and i render it useless in your son jesus christ's name we are the head and not the tail above only and not beneath no weapon formed against us will prosper and every tongue that arises against us will be condemned we have the minds of christ and the victory the victory is ours today in him we are children of the most high and we rest in his goodness and faithfulness in your son's sweet name jesus christ amen just listening to teachable moments with april podcast i truly hope you enjoyed this episode we invite you to stay connected with us on the other social media platforms of ours which is tiktok pinterest instagram threads and youtube also we'd like to invite you to check out our official podcast landing page on podpage.com slash teachable moments with april to see all our content in one place and leave personal messages, feedback, and more.